I am really still not used to it being warm and raining. Yeah. We've been here for almost three years, and I'm still just not used to that. I'm just kind of like, this is weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's like I'm. I'm excited because I want to go outside in my bathing suit when it's like pouring rain and mm-hmm. just like jump around in puddles because I never got to do that. But like that's something that's always in, you know, like classic teenage movies and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like people are just having fun in the rain and I'm like, it was always way too cold if it was raining in California yeah. to do that at all. And plus rain out there isn't even rain. Like out here I could stand oh, out there yeah. and have a whole no, shower. No, it's 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 rain here. <laughs> yeah. It is absolute rain here. I'm I am blown away by how rainy when it like it rains and you You know what it is? In in California it rains and there's you know a million little droplets that are hitting you at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, a thousand little droplets. Uh, I won't be over-exaggerated. Just a little... Out here, it's like ten, but they're... Drenching the, they're you. <laughs> literally, each one is the size of a grape, you know? <laughs> like, holy crud. How do, how do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it just... It blows me away that it's that different. Just a couple of lines off of the parallels, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just like... It's 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 that crazy, but I mean California's got it going crazy right now. I mean they've just more snow, more crazy weather, and mm-hmm. everything there. And you know, I hope uh, Amber, who's uh, you know, I love that little girl. Um, she's she's out, you know, in NorCal, and it's been snowing like crazy for her. And I'm just like, I hope like her and her family. I hope they're okay. So definitely, you know, got thoughts and prayers going to them. But you know, here. It's like, yeah, it, it rains, but when it rains, it lets you know. I'm trying to think if we if we've even had like a subtle rain since we've been here. Not really. No, because no. uh, even our subtle rains, they're still like it'll it'll give a little sprinkle here. Like I would say, even just kind of you know subtle in the morning kind of thing where you go out there and there's like one or two drops that hit you, but they're still mm-hmm. like. That's still like, oh, I got hit with rain and then it doesn't actually rain. And so like that's that's about as subtle as it gets when there's just a couple of big drops out of nowhere, but it doesn't actually rain. Yeah, Uh, because otherwise, if it does start raining or sprinkling, it's still just way more. It, It doesn't feel like, you know, even when it's sprinkling, it's still so much more sprinkles then mm-hmm. when it like it just i don't know it's so weird it, it's hard to describe and talk about it our rain is crazy and like of course anybody that's like lived out here for forever or like anywhere in the south is like you know they're so used to it they're like yeah no and like you know they have flood warnings everybody's like Psh, it's not gonna flood like mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's it's it rains like this so often Uh-oh. that the world is used to it yeah i i don't you know i'm not against it i just not used to it yet <laughs> like, I've, I've never been like ow that rain hurts <laughs> you know but like it rains you don't look up here when it's raining nope. <laughs> so you won't have time to blink so yeah it's definitely interesting anyway so with that said good morning and welcome to the stupid podcast on everything where i'm joey and i'm kiki and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time by two people who are just trying to get used to weather so what do we got this morning? We got two different national days. Um, this first one is National Old Stuff Day. Mm-hmm. 
So, always observed on March 2nd, National Old Stuff Day gives notice to all that old stuff and encourages you to try something new. Well, maybe not all the old stuff, but some of it. It's a day to break out of the old routines and experience new ones. We have all heard the saying, same old, same old. Well, this is the day to do things differently. There's no limit to how you can change up your day. Take a moment to recognize the things that you do each day. Is there a better, more efficient way? Examine the route you take to work. Evaluate how you fold laundry. Perhaps there's an improved way of cleaning windows. Maybe it's just a way to brighten your day or someone else's day. Whatever it is, strive to make the day new, not the same old day it was yesterday. So to observe National Old Stuff Day, approach the day with a new attitude. Consider alternatives to each of the choices you make each day. Is there a better or equal alternative? Try making a new choice when available. Take an old item for a new use. Look at things from a new perspective. Throw out all you know about something and relearn it all anew. Take something old and freshen it up. Clean it, paint it, fix it, give it a haircut, whatever. And order a small instead of a large. (laughs) Mm. So, I think I love things like this because Mm -hmm. I am always trying to figure out new things. And whether it's, you know, recipes or, you know, even just down to my garden layout or the things that I'm growing in the garden or anything like that i'm i'm constantly changing things and i think it's funny because like my room isn't really like the way that it's set up i can't do a whole lot of rearranging Mm -hmm. because it's just impractical but what before i would constantly like every month i would rearrange my room because it was just i liked changing things up i like you know giving something a new look and you know cleaning everything all up and making it just fresh and different (laughs) so i just think it's you know it's funny to see that there's a day for that because i've always just been like that i like changing things up it it drives me crazy that i can't really i mean you're right because the thing about these these houses is like you know there's so many i mean don't get me wrong i'm not complaining my old house we had one window in our bedroom you know it's like here just in in this bedroom alone i have three large windows Mm -hmm. and they're on all the outfacing walls then i've got you know four doorways (laughs) (laughs) so you know it's it's not exactly like i have plenty of wall space i think that's the one thing i'm lacking in here i like i only have really two places i could put my bed Mm -hmm. that wouldn't be butted up against a window and really you know, only one place I could put that entertainment center. So, cause that entertainment center really is, it's big, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's awesome, but it's big. <laughs> so, so I sit and I think about things like that. Like I can't do squat about it. It's just, that's just the way it is. So yeah, you'd have to completely get rid of the mantle to actually open up a wall, mm-hmm. which we talked about because mm-hmm. it would be the perfect place for the bed to be. Oh yeah. But you know, then the couch would have to go though. Yeah, because it wouldn't have any place. I'm not against it. Uh, I was gonna couches. say you don't you don't want that couch. You never wanted that. Couch. I never did. <laughs> I really, you know what, Amy? But Amy wanted the couch, and I want a happy wife. So that's that's why we got the couch. So it, it is what it is. But that thing, I knew it was that cheap, uh, cheap fake leather stuff on the sides that was just gonna break down like way too quick, and it it did. So I don't know how long we've had it, but whatever. So. You know, yeah, I, I I always try to find new ways to do things. You can't be a chef and a marketer, and um, both of those. You're always trying to find new ways to do things, right? I mean, like growing our podcast, I, I, it's trying new ways. It's I'm not getting doing all the traditional stuff because the traditional stuff doesn't bring really anything. I'm, and if you're one of the <laughs> the listeners that came from our traditional stuff, 
I appreciate it. Let me know because I just I was watching our growth was really slow when I was going through the traditional stuff and it's been me stepping out of it and going, you know, I want to do this way. I want to market it this way. I want to go this way. That's been, you know, growing us in a way that I don't know about you, but I didn't think we were going to grow like this, you know, and it's like the the thoughts that tens of thousands of ears have listened to us now. You know, so it's just it's pretty awesome. So, you know, but I always try to find different ways with the only exception being my omelet. <laughs> it's the only yeah. thing that I do one way, one way and one way. So every now and then I'll add like Ikura or something onto it. But for the most part, no, I don't mess with it. Why mess with it? Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. Okay. What else we got? Um, and then our second one, uh, most people that have children probably already know this. It is Dr. Seuss Day, which oh, is also yeah. known as Read Across America Day. The day was born. So each year, National Read Across America Day is celebrated on March 2nd, the birthday of Dr. Seuss. The annual event is part of Read Across America, an initiative on reading created by the National Education Association. Since the event is designed to encourage reading in children and is fostered through the schools, when March 2nd lands on a weekend, the day is observed on the closest school day. Mm-hmm. This motivational and awareness day calls all children and youth in every community across the United States to celebrate we- reading. It encourages them to read wherever they are. Great ways to inspire reading in children include keep books everywhere you spend time, put them in the car and every room of the house, and tuck them in backpacks and purses. Make them easily accessible. Visit the library often. Knowing how to use the library and learning the benefits of a library fosters a love of reading as well as genuine respect for the services libraries provide. Get caught reading. Children imitate what they see the adults around them do. Whether they see you read a magazine, newspaper, or novel, let them know reading is the cool thing to do. Read to your children. No matter their age, reading aloud strengthens their vocabulary and language skills. It also opens up opportunities for discussion. Or have your children read to you. You never know what you might learn. So to observe Read Across America Day, pick up an interesting book and read it. More importantly, read with a child. Join your library. Attend a book reading. Read a book you've been meaning to read. Read a book you've read before. You may discover that it has a new meaning to you since you last read it. Try reading aloud, even if it's just to yourself. It will make great practice for reading to children. Hmm. I, I have such a hard time with wanting to read because... I literally, I have to be grabbed into a book. Mm. It's the same thing with a show. If I'm not, like, interested in it in the first, you know, two, three episodes, then it's just, I don't care. Unless somebody else is telling me, like, you just gotta wait, you just gotta wait, you just gotta wait. I promise, I promise. And I'm like, oh my god, whatever. Like, how we did with Breaking Bad. You were like, this mm-hmm. first season is horrendous. Just just get through the it first season. It was all just set up. That's all the yeah. whole season was. And yeah. gross. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, it just, it was hard for you me to like get. like Walter White in his underwear? Stop. <laughs> it was it was gross and so i it just it's hard for me to get into something if it doesn't grab me right away mm-hmm. like even if it's like if the description is good then i'll go okay i want to read this or okay i want to watch this or whatever it is but i feel like my i i just feel like i never have time like every time that i'm sitting down it's because like i'm already interested in something else so i'm not going to sit down and do that mm-hmm. and so it's it's hard when i get something that like i'm super into and like that's part of the reason why like i got the um, Nikki got me the FNAF books for Christmas and they're short stories and so it's so much harder for me because I'm really good with series or like single long 500 page books mm-hmm. and to see one book have three different stories in it that's only you know maybe 200 pages I was like 
you know, I didn't realize it at first, but now it's like, ugh, like I'm trying so hard. But once the, you know, I get through that one short story and then I, the next one starts, it's like, well, now I'm starting a whole different story with a whole new characters and it's not even related. And it's just hard for me to like, now I have to reset my mind and get into something completely different because the characters are never, it's like, it's never connected. So it's just, it's hard. And so the things that like, there's only one, one series that I have that I own that I keep telling myself I want to finish it, but I keep not finishing it because I keep getting stuck on the third book because the third book is not as good as the first one. Mm. And the second one it was, it was like the first one was amazing. And the second one was like, okay. And the third one is like, oh my God, I want to know the overarching storyline. Right. But I can't get through the third book <laughs> because each of them, and I'm, I'm sure people know what it is. It's the Lunar Chronicles. It's literally all like fairy tale characters. Mm-hmm that are in this universe that has this like just this huge storyline that says this crazy thing going on that's connecting all of them and they're all in the same universe and same world no matter what and they all are like in the same area of that world and their stories are very like it's the the basics are there but Mm-hmm. It's very, very different, and it's really cool because it's all like I don't even know what that would be called, like a steampunk kind of world okay. going on where there it's like way far in the future. There's a, a war took place, half the population gone. Now there's cyborgs and things, and you know people are you okay. know half half machine, half man kind of thing. And the first one is about Cinderella, and it's because she is half machine. And so the whole thing is that, you know, funny enough, you know, she lost her foot instead of losing a shoe, and you know the prince of this you know area of the world and he's about to be the king and his king the king is sick and like all these things and it's super cool and so like her story starts and that first book is about her Mm -hmm. and then the second one is little red riding hood and she's got this whole thing going on and obviously the wolf isn't just it's not a wolf but it's a person that's coming after her and this crazy stuff happened her grandma was kidnapped instead of just dying and like all this stuff is crazy and then their stories end up intertwining they meet and there's all this other stuff so like in the third one is rapunzel but instead of it being a good storyline with somebody that's like on earth she's stuck in a pod in space so when it's telling anything from her side of the story half of it is backstory mm-hmm. and it's not good backstory it's just like so boring and then when it does jump back into like you know real time she's just alone so there's like it's so hard to get through it because all the rest of them there's all these different characters that you're learning about and all these different things and it's so much setup and good setup but the third one it's like i don't know if i'm just like cursed to always stop books before they get good because it's happened to me so many times i do it with tv shows and books where i'm like ugh, and i stop reading it and then when i do pick it back up when i finally decide you know what i've read the first two enough times i'm not going to start the whole series over again so that i know all the details i'm just going to get into it and just start where i left off because that's it's probably what i'm going to have to do to actually get through it because it's so hard when i just like when it gets boring when mm-hmm. it was so hyped the you first two books through it. Yeah. yeah and so it's hard because i that's how i am with most things i don't like starting new tv shows or movies if i don't want to have to get that put myself you know all my emotional everything on the back burner to just get through story setup mm-hmm. because it's hard i like it when things are good like i tv shows do the same thing to me where it's like i'm better with watching movies because there's not a lot of dull moments in a movie mm-hmm. but in tv shows they have whole episodes that are just dedicated to you know making sure 
this one little thing that they tied a loose end or that it's just story set up for the next big thing that's going to happen or they just finished a story arc and so they're starting a new one and so it just I, those are always episodes I stop and then I'm like uninterested and then if I do go you know what it's been a while I start it back up again I'm like I really could I just needed to watch this episode and then the next episode got good again so it's like I know I know that's what's happening with me in the series and there's like six more books still and I the overarching storyline is so good that it's like I really just I have to get through it because I want to I love that I love the series the first two books are amazing but ugh. so and I know that it's you know the more that I read the more that the girls read and Lily Lily just likes to read but Tabby Tabby struggles. She likes to read comic books and, you know, visual novels instead of actually reading a book. You have to force her to read and then she, you know, once you get her it's the same thing every time. Once you force her to mm-hmm. read something, she's like, "Oh my gosh, this book is so good." Like she did with Treasure Island. She was like, "Oh, isn't that a movie? Can we just watch the movie? I don't want to read the book." And like was so upset, yeah. but then she got, you know, a chapter into it and was like, "This book is so good." <laughs> and I was like, "See, this is what happens every time. It's the same thing. There was another book that I had it's called Airhead, and it's like I and I described it to her, and she was like, "I don't know, it sounds a little weird." I was like, "But it was right up her alley." It's literally this crazy thing, a crazy accident happens in the middle of a mall when some famous person's walking, it's just ordinary girl, and she gets crushed by stuff, and so they have to do a, bl- a brain transplant on her, and so she is in the body of the famous person, and the famous person, the famous person's personality gone. And so she completely throws her whole life away to have to live the life out of the celebrity and go apart, you know, go about her day. All her best friends are gone. Her family has to be gone. You know, they could they know that she exists, but they can't they can't interact with her because it'd be re- weird if, you know, the celebrity just started li- hanging out with normal people. And so like she has to go and live her life as the celebrity for the rest of the book. And, you know, not going to spoil it or anything, but it's just like, that's a cool, that's a cool storyline. And like, I was like, that's right up Tabby's alley. She loves things like that. She just like something so outlandish that she would never think of on her own, just being thrown at her. And she'd be like, oh man, that's cool. And like, as soon as she, you know, I don't want to read it. And then yeah, three chapters in and she didn't put it down. (laughs) She, every time she was getting caught anywhere, it was because she was reading she was sitting in corners, hiding away, just reading the book. And I was like, see, I, I told you. <laughs> I knew you would like this book. And it's been the same thing with Lily. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I tell her, like, oh, you know, I have this book I think you would really like. And she's like, oh, but I'm, I'm busy reading Warrior Cats. And I'm waiting for the next one to come out. Or I'm waiting for somebody to buy it for me. And I just, you know, I don't want to interrupt that. And so I don't want to read anything else. And I'm like, but Lily, I promise you this is a good book. And sure enough, she get through it. So the same thing with 100 Cupboards she was like that's weird mm-hmm. <laughs> like i don't think i don't think i would like a story like that and then started reading it and very much enjoyed it so it was just you know they they do the same thing every time and then i don't know much about what anna does and doesn't read i know she does read but i feel like at this point she's gotten so sucked into her electronics now she's just talking with people online that mm-hmm. i'm like eh, i haven't seen her with a book in a while but you know maybe maybe we just gotta <laughs> get them get them on some reading again because they are they need to build their vocabulary they write essays and i'm like what what am i reading <laughs> like so wouldn't be a bad idea we have plenty of books we have a whole library full of them <laughs> so no and you know my problem was always that we would get books assigned to us in school mm-hmm. right and they would 
can constantly they would tell you you could only read that chapter mm-hmm. that you're on type thing. And they would they would ask you different things and they would, you know, try to trick you into telling them if you read more of it and everything else. And that bothered me so much because it's like I start reading something. I just want to read it. Right. I, I get mm-hmm. a book and it's like I grab that book like the when the first Jurassic Park book came out, um, I read through it. I mean, I just I went crazy on it. And then like I think it was two weeks later, it was like, no, it wasn't even that long. After after going through the books, like one of my friends was like, oh, hey, yeah, we wanna, I want to. I want to be able to read the, you know, the Jurassic Park book. And I'm like, oh, I have it. You know, I've already read it here. Go ahead. And, you know, I'm I'm good at not giving spoilers, mm-hmm. but he was not good at reading. <laughs> and so he was so slow at it. Like I get a book, you get a book and it's like you have a book for a week or but we didn't have a lot of books at my house growing up we had some but most of them were like utilitarian books and things like that so we didn't really have a lot of books and you know the library i didn't get to go to the library anywhere near as much as i wanted because if i was going downtown i was usually going downtown to work at the antique shop or to you know uh go fishing something like that because the down right past downtown was the piers and everywhere mm-hmm. i if i'm going downtown i'm bringing a fishing pole <laughs> with me so you know, and so that was I was a normal thing, and that was something that we did on a very regular basis. So, but when I would get a book and a book that would intrigue me, because I read a bunch of books that just I hated the books. You know, <laughs> I like I'm like, why am I reading That's so this? So funny. I would I refuse to read things if I wasn't into it. Oh yeah, well I, I liked grades, <laughs> so <laughs> you know it's it's like and don't get me wrong, it's like I just there were books that I was like, oh no. Oh, no. Like um, there were a couple of books that I I found a way I could write a report and get away with it like twice that would, you know, um, that would slip by the teachers. Right. I would write it in such a way that it was a like a review. Mm-hmm. Like I was doing a review of it and like, will so-and-so da 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 or will so-and-so da 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 or will this or that happen? You're going to have to read to find out. With things like that, because that's when they started changing everything and you had to cite sources from mm-hmm. your books and annotate as you were reading and all that. Oh, no. So you couldn't, you couldn't do that because if you did that, then the teacher would be like, okay, mm. you didn't, you didn't read it because yeah. you didn't quote anything from the book. And I'd be like, <laughs> well, I never got caught for doing something like that. See, I just we, we, well, we didn't have internet right back then and toby was a plagiarizing freak and like he because he was acing his classes then i found out that he was indeed going to the library right you know what i should tell this one as its own story (laughs) but but basically he was going to the library and he was using the microfilm to find articles on when a book would be released so that he would get the article written by somebody in a different state at a different newspaper Mm. at a different blah and he would literally copy word for word that and just you know you change up a couple of things type situation and he and submitted them never got caught ever ever (laughs) ever so english english that boy was just masterful math he was junk (laughs) he was garbage in math. anywhere you couldn't figure out he he was you know, he's where I coined I coined the term with him innovatively lazy because he would spend hours trying to find the articles on books and releases and the release dates and people that were writing in different these different pop, you know, publications and everything like that. And and he would get them. And it's like, dude, why didn't you just read the book? 
So no, you know, but for me, no, I, I would just power through them. But I, there were just books that I was like, wow, I'm never going to read this again. Like everybody talks about how great the old man in the sea was. I was, and I love fishing. I've never heard of it. Uh, it's an Ernest Hemingway book. It's like his greatest book ever. And it literally bored me to sleep multiple times. That's how I felt about uh, Hatchet. And when, Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's annoying because it's one of those, it's one of those books that sounds like it's going to be so good. It's literally the the setup is there's this, and I don't even remember like why or where this boy was going, but there's this this boy that was going on a plane ride, and it was gonna it was supposed to be a short plane ride, and it was over the ocean, and da 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 da, probably visiting family or something. I literally don't remember why he was in the plane. I just remember that when he was in the plane, um, the uh, pilot because he's it was just one of those small planes so he had his bag of a few little things and then was sitting in the front with the pilot and pilot's just you know trying to make small talk and he just like doesn't want to talk to him because he's like awkward about it whatever i don't know and all of a sudden you know pilot starts passing gas and he's like you know there's only two of us here like i know it wasn't me mm-hmm. and it's like he you know describes it as just like the rank like disgusting <laughs> and all of a sudden pilot just starts you know breathing real weird and then has a heart attack no oh, and okay. so the plane goes down on an island and the whole you know premise is that basically the only thing that he had was a hatchet and he survived on this island for however long he did i it, i read this in the sixth grade so oh. i don't remember much okay. more than that but it's just like he only had was a hatchet had to survive until somebody found Fart. him guy dies survive on island well i just because it was all the signs of somebody you know having a heart attack it's Mm -hmm. like this you know certain things happen to your body before something like that happens and so all of those things were things that were going on with the guy and then he had his heart attack okay so it's like if you were older reading it you'd be like "Uh uh-oh i know what's about to happen here but when you're younger it's like that's the only thing that sticks in your head it's like man so he farted like Mm -hmm. (laughs) whoa (laughs) that's a really weird thing to put in a book everybody giggling teachers reading it it's like ha 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 like that's that was it, but no, it was like it sounds like it'd be so cool the survival on an island with a hatchet. This boy's like thirteen. This is crazy. How's this gonna you know? How's he gonna do this? There's a whole book about it, so clearly he lasts a while. Like, but it was so boring. It was it was so horrendously boring. He's the only character in it, obviously. After the guy dies and he's stranded on an island, that's it. It's him. So everything is just about him surviving. It's slow. It is so slow. <laughs> There's nothing entertaining about that book at all. I hated that book. But like it's it was so different because it was like as soon as I heard about Lord of the Flies, I was like, "Oh my god, not another book that's going to be a bunch of boys stranded on an island." And then Lord of the Flies, I loved. I loved that book. It was so cool to me. And then we watched the movie too, and I was like, "Dude, this is amazing." <laughs> like, and everybody in the movie looked exactly how I pictured them when I was reading the book. So I thought that was awesome. But no, I forced reading in school is so frustrating because some of the things that they force you to read are really not worth it and the way that they force you to read it is it makes everybody lose interest reading a book together as a class and you know making the grade based on you know actual physical conversations as you're reading things is a lot easier than telling me to annotate something when I get home and read through the next three chapters but don't read any further because we're gonna take a test on this thing and you know the way that they would phrase the tests and questions is that they would put answers that would be spoilers but if you didn't read it you wouldn't know and so it would be the right answer if you read further ahead but if it wouldn't be the right answer if you actually stop where you're supposed to stop so they would know if you were lying and cheating and reading ahead and it was so frustrating so 
Yeah. If you're going to have your children read, let them, let you know, either pick something that's actually entertaining and a good book, not just because, oh man, but I read this book growing up and I love the, no, pick a book that somebody's actually going to enjoy. And having your kids read out loud is very smart because I'm sure that if you have your kid read out loud to you, you'll be very thoroughly surprised with how little your kid can read out loud. Yeah. Because it's not something that they really do anymore. And it, yeah, it's, it's hard. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I. I fully agree. And I love, like, when Lily and Tabby read to me, I'm like, okay. And I want them to do it more. I'm going to have them doing it more. So, yeah, all good. So, with that, thank you for joining us on the morning podcast for the Super Podcast on Everything, where I've been Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we hope to see you this afternoon for our afternoon dive. And until then, peace out with the peace out. Bye.